When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Mallory, and this is my Swing Trading the Stock Market podcast. I'm here to teach you how to trade in a complex, ever-changing world of finance. Learn what it means to trade profitably and consistently, managing risk, avoiding the pitfalls of trading, and most importantly, to let those winners run wild. You can succeed at the stock market, and I'm ready to show you how. Hey, everybody. This is Ryan Mallory with Swing Trading the Stock Market, getting close to the number 100 podcast. I'm I'm kind of excited about that. I would love to know the statistic of podcasts that actually reached the 100th episode. You always hear about it on TV shows. You know, they typically do a show once a week. I do a podcast about once a week. So it's kind of a nice achievement getting to that 100 mark. I'm excited about it. But in any case, we talked a couple weeks ago about my worst trade ever. That was LNKD, and it was a little bit of a different kind of a bad trade, right? You would think it would be something that would have just a disastrous outcome to it, right? And it was really about the fact that I got stopped out of the trade following the risk management plan that I had, only to find out that on Monday morning, it had been bought out by Microsoft for a 60% premium. Man, I remember that, and it was just such an awful feeling in the stomach. It really was. Um, very upsetting. So it I got a lot of good feedback from you guys. You guys like that because we all have our struggles as traders. Some of us are too emotional. Some of us are too conservative. Some of us are too risky. We just have different things. Sometimes we just have a lot going on in life and it can affect your thinking and your discernment. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to highlight another bad trade. And this is a more recent trade. And I'm going to uh, talk a little bit about that. And again, this has a little bit of a different twist to it because I didn't lose money on the trade. I actually made a profit off of it. But... I look back on it and I ask myself, did I really manage the trade well? And that's that's what I've really struggled with it on. And it's Datadog, D-D-O-G. I got into it on June 8th, okay, this month. So really just, just like less than two weeks ago. I posted the trade in the trading block and I said, hey, look, if it gets above 73.99, I'm going to get long on it. And I'm going to use a stop loss of 68.19. So I like the risk. I like the reward on the trade. I thought it had a lot of potential. And so... It quickly triggered, got in at 73.99, and it went up really well. It went up really nice. I think the day that I got in on it, it was a nice solid breakout. It went as high as 77.69. So on that particular day, I was actually up at 1.5% on the trade. Also that same day, it pulled back a little bit, and I took one-third of the profits off the table at 76.42 for a 3.3% profit. Really, really good start so far on that trade. I was I was really happy about it. I held it overnight, took a little bit off of the table. I had traded a couple times earlier this month and it didn't really work out that well. So I was looking to, okay, let's get on some good footing here. Let's let's get this trade moving. Let's capture some profits and we'll let the rest run. Now remember, the previous day it had closed the day out at 76.54. And then it opened up at 76.39, so a little bit below, not much, not anything to get worried about, but it went as high as 78.49. So now I'm looking at a pretty solid trade here, really good, like 7% up I'm on it, okay? And then it proceeded to sell off. The market was selling off a little bit too. 
Now, granted, at this point, we're we're a little bit oversold in the market. We, the, the Nasdaq's been on an epic run. You're starting to see a little bit of sell-off. I'm getting a little bit probably concerned. So when it goes back to the support level where it broke out at, literally, I got out at like 74. I got in 73.99, so I got out at like a 0.01% profit on the second two-thirds of that position. Still made a profit on the trade overall. But I got out at... $74. I literally took a penny per share on that second two-thirds lot. Well, what did it end up doing in the days that followed? Well, it obviously rocketed higher yesterday, eclipsed the previous day's highs. It's like $78.49. It goes all the way up to almost $80 a share. I'm a little bit bummed out about it, right? I was like, man, you know, the reason why I got out is because I didn't want a stock that I was up like six, seven percent on to pull back and all of a sudden go red because stocks like Datadog, they're very, very volatile, right? They're ex- they have an extreme price range almost every day, big time. And it's hard to even get into these trades oftentimes. But I found a good trade setup. I got into it. I took a little bit of profit initially, pulled back, didn't want a stock that was up about 7% to go all of a sudden negative on me. So I went ahead and raised my stop loss up to break even. I said, look, not going to have a green to red on my watch. That's one of the things I'm very adamant about. However, it never really broke back below the support level that it came back down to and settled at. Now, the other question is, too, is, okay, we had a pullback that day in the stock market. DDOG pulls back. I'm up 7% at one point in the day. It comes back to where I'm sitting on basically zero. Kind of finished negative on the day overall. Going into the next day, there's a lot of uncertainty at this point. You're like, okay, is this thing going to rally? The market wasn't going wasn't rallying that day. It actually pulled back again. However, DDOG, it's kind of one of those... COVID stocks that people like to flee into because they feel like there's some safety there. So while the market was pulling back, people were going into DDOG. It's up like 6 7% now. I mean, if I would have held overnight, it would have been a great little run there. So now we're talking about a stock that closes at at 78 79 But then what happened? This was last Thursday. You had the huge market sell-off. S&P 500 falls 188 points. Okay, so then what, what would I have done as a trader? I probably would have raised my stop loss. Knowing who I am, I would have probably raised my stop loss up to the just below the lows of the previous day's trading range. That way, I'm making sure I'm coming away about 2% profit in that second two-thirds. Well, what would that stop loss been around 75.32? What did DDOG do? Well, it pulled back all the way to 75.18, so it would have taken me out there. Even though, relatively speaking, DDOG did kind of good. Datadog did fine when the S&P 500 sold off 188 points. DDOG, you would have expected maybe there would have been like a 10, 15% sell-off considering how much it's ramped up over the past couple, three, three, four months. You'd think that there'd be a huge pullback in it, but no, it didn't. In fact, it pretty much opened at the same price that it closed at. In fact, momentarily on that 188 point sell-off day, DDOG was positive for just a little bit in the uh, early morning hours of trading. But then there's this pesky five-day moving average and it's held onto it very well. So a lot of this of, that I'm talking to you about, it's all in hindsight. I'm looking at it. I'm evaluating my trade because I think that's important as traders that when we think that, okay, did I did I not do well on that trade? Should I have done something different? For us to evaluate it, see where we can do better as traders and go from there. The difference is, is I'm making a podcast out of it. So you're hearing about it real time. But for a lot of you individual traders, that's not something that you do. It's not that it wouldn't be a bad thing. I would listen to it. I'd, I'd learn from it. But I... I'm telling you about it to to help myself also learn from it. So even if I'm doing this podcast right now, I'm going through the details of this trade and trying to explain it to you, not only for your good, but for my good as well. So, okay, just to recap where we are on DDOG, 
I get onto this trade setup because it's been consolidating nicely. I tried it a couple of times before. It didn't quite work out for me. It breaks out. I'm up as much as like 5% on the trade on day one. I take a little bit off the table for about 3.3%. Pulls back to where I got in at and then breaks out the next day. Now I'm on the sidelines watching the stock just continue to ramp higher. Then you have the 188 point sell off last Thursday on the S&P 500. DDOG pulls back. From a relative standpoint, it was stronger than the market. So it held up pretty good. It didn't just fall apart like the whole market did. But this is where it kind of gets a little annoying. This is where it's kind of rubbing salt in the wound at this point. Again, got in at 73.99. Since that 188 point sell off, DDOG is up five days in a row. In fact, up today, it's in fact today, it's at $86.66, up 4.36% as of this recording. Is it making me a little bit salty? Yeah, it is making me a little bit salty. I'm not overly thrilled about it because at this point, I'd be up 20% on those, on the second two-thirds of that trade. It'd be good. However, it was just a couple of things got in the way. One, because there is a, a wide range of a stock like that. It's hard for me personally to be up 7 to 10% on a trade and watch that thing pull back and go red. It's just not in my DNA to allow it to do that. So one of the things that I'll do oftentimes is, is that if I start seeing the stock start to sell off really hard, I'm not going to be taken down with it. I'm going to go ahead and get out of it and then reevaluate from there. Problem is, is it gapped up the following day and it just never really came back down to where I wanted to get in at that breakout level. The other thing was, is that the nearest stop loss on that day that it pulled back, the second day that I was in the trade, the nearest stop loss is at 70.08. So now I'm looking at a stock that had gone into the 78s for me, and I'm going to have my stop loss at 70.08 get taken out there well into the red. And that's actually where my stop loss was going into the day was 70, actually was 70.06, 70.06. So I have my stop loss there. But once I start, saw it pulling back, it was dipping a little bit below support there. I said, look, I'm going to walk away with a profit on this trade. I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get wiped out. And so that was, that was my, my standpoint. I don't think it's good psychologically as a trader to be way up on a trade only to see it come way back down. DDOG didn't provide me a really a good stop loss on that particular trade. So when it kept coming back down, 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 I moved my stop loss up to $74 and it hit taken out of the trade. Am I bummed about it? Yeah. Anytime that, okay, you see what it does thereafter. And you're like, okay, if I could have stayed into that trade that day, I could have been up 20%. But then the bigger question is, is would I have been able to stay in the trade during that 188 point sell-off on the S&P 500? And no, I wouldn't have because I know where I would have put my stop loss that day. I would be making sure that I'm coming away with some profits on DDOG. I'm going to raise it up to the tightest stop loss that I can, which would have been the previous day's lows and it broke below that by about 17 cents or so. So I would have been stopped out of that. That probably would have been even more frustrating um, because on the next day it started a five day rally. So trading is a lot like golf. It's not something that you're ever going to perfect. I guess the day that you're perfect at golf is when you can shoot an 18, right? (laughs) Where you can go a hole in one on all 18 holes, which is pretty much impossible. Nobody's ever going to do that. And it's the same thing with trading. You're never going to be a perfect trader. You can be a disciplined trader. And so that's what I try to do. And I incorporate discipline, sometimes to my chagrin, sometimes to me missing out on bigger moves. And why is that? Because managing the risk is more important than seeking after the profits. Because I do know, and I again, I know I say this in every podcast. And I also know that I say that I know that I say this in every podcast. But nonetheless, I know that by, by being disciplined, That DDOG, that particular trade is not what's going to define me this year or my career as a trader. But 
a poorly managed trade can define me. And that's something that I do not ever want to happen. That's why I do manage the risk. That's why I manage the risk aggressively. That's why I preach about it so much because I know what it looks like when you don't manage the risk. Things fall apart, emotions run high, and you always make the worst possible decision for yourself when you're not disciplined. And a lot of that discipline comes from designing your trade up front. Where are you gonna move up the stops to? What are you willing to not allow happen? And I said earlier, I'm, I'm not a person that's going to let a stock where I'm up 7 8% go deep into the red on me and, and take me out for a 4 or 5% loss. Psychologically, that's not good for traders. So when we talk about DDOG, you'll be able to think about me and, and uh, the missed trading opportunity that I had, but also know that too, that not all trades are perfect. So that's going to do it for today's podcast episode. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me, Ryan at SharePointer.com. I'd love to see you in the trading block where many other traders join me each and every day to fight the stock market, fight the craziness, and to find some profits along the way by managing the risk. Thank you. God bless. Thanks for listening to my podcast, Swing Trading the Stock Market. I'd like to encourage you to join me in the SharePointer Trading Block, where I navigate the stock market each day with traders from around the world. With your membership, you will get a seven-day trial and access to my trading room, including alerts via text, email, and WhatsApp. So go ahead, sign up by going to SharePointer.com slash trading block. That's www.SharePointer.com slash trading block. And follow me on SharePlanner's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, where I provide unique market and trading information every day. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me at ryan at All the best to you, and I look forward to trading with you soon.